The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Once again, everyone on site, everyone online, you're welcome. It's the last Sunday of the first quarter of the year. I want to invite everyone again, take 10 seconds right where you are seated. Lift your hands to God and just appreciate him for his faithfulness, for his mercy, for his goodness, for his kindness, for his help in this first quarter of 2022. Come on, go ahead and just bless the Lord one more time. Lord, we do not take you for granted. We are grateful for every good gift and every perfect gift that you have wrought in our lives. Take all the praise, take all the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are here for one major, major task this morning. It's our Thanksgiving Sunday. Praise God. And we are here to give God thanks and praise. Hallelujah. For all that he is to us, for all he has done for us already, and perhaps more importantly, for what he will yet do for us. I prophesy over your life, as we wrap up the first quarter and step into the second quarter, your path will continue to shine brighter and brighter onto the perfect day in the name of Jesus. You will continue to see the increase of the Lord upon your life in the name of Jesus. You will go from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. And again, this will be the least you will ever be in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody shout a louder, amen. amen. Go with me this morning just for a brief time of exhortation. 2 Timothy chapter 3 from verse 1. Hallelujah. I think Pastor Barry hit um, our main strategy for the service this morning. How are you going to respond to life? How are you going to respond to challenges that you may be faced with? Difficulties that may be around us at this time? Or perhaps, perhaps, you are one of the people that you're actually living in the best days of your life at this time. Your greatest miracle has just come. Your greatest breakthrough has just happened. How are you going to respond? You know, it's one thing to have a blessing and a miracle when you look around you and other people too are swimming in your blessing, in their own blessings and miracles. It's another thing for you to be enjoying a blessing and you look around and it's one negative report or one dark report or the other that you hear from all around the place. On one hand, you are very glad and you are very grateful to God for what he has done for you. But I remember something my dad told me several years ago. He said, it's if you have maybe prosperity or healing or victory, and you look around people around you, there are no people you can share it with because other people around you don't have that. It dampens your own testimony or your own victory. I don't know whether you feel that way. It makes it sort of bittersweet. And I believe these are the times we are living in. That even when people that are having breakthrough and having blessing, you look around, there's just too much darkness and difficulty all around. And the question is, how do you respond? Second Timothy chapter 3, the scriptures warn us of times like this. Know this from verse 1. Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. 
that in the last days, perilous times will come. Perilous times will come. Difficult times will come. There will be wars. There will be rumors of wars. And the times we are living in are so interesting where because our world is so integrated, a war that is taking place far away in Eastern Europe is affecting what you experience at the petrol pump in your own house, somewhere in the midst of Africa, what you are paying for diesel. Perilous times. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful or boasters. They will be proud, they will be blasphemers, disobedient to parents. Is giving us different ways people respond when perilous times come. There are different ways people will respond. These are what you will see the average person will do. Lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Verse 5, very, very instructive to us that believers that most likely um, you are not going to be taught to do that and your default response won't be that. But understand that when you see people behaving these ways, it should not shock us. Verse 5, it says, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. So there will be fake forms of Christianity or fake forms of godliness. And this is how you know it. It denies the power of, God's, of godliness. And it says, from such people, turn away. Look at verse 6, very instructive. For of this sort are those who creep into houses, make captives of gullible women, and I will add men as well, loaded down with sins, led away by various laws. Keep reading with me. Always learning. Signs of the end times. Always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. And then he went on to give specific examples of people that were his followers, brethren among them, that this spirit of the end age had caught on to them. It's important to note that the latter day started in the days of the Bible. It's not starting in 2020 or the 21st century. No, it started, Peter told us, in the book of Acts, when the Holy Ghost came. That was the beginning of these last days. We are most likely in the ending phase of these last days. Hallelujah. The question is, how should we respond? How? How? With all these negative things that are happening, how? I was asking them in the workers' training this morning, the hoops you had to go through to just, just to prepare for church this morning. I mean, I know what I had to go through. <laughs> Very unnecessary things. And I'm asking myself, but why? <laughs> but why? 
I don't want to go into the details, but you all know what I'm talking about. Hello. Because the way some of you are looking is as if you are not living in Lagos. Or maybe you are one of those people, like I said, and you know, this is the interesting thing. There are some of us, I will say us, that things are going fine, very, very well. We know that is not the experience for the majority of the population in the country. But, I mean, we understand. Does it mean that God has forsaken us? Does it mean that God does not answer prayers anymore? Does it mean that God doesn't know what we are going through? We talked about that briefly last Sunday. No. How must we respond? Praise God. I'm sure you know the answer to that question. I'm asking it rhetorically, but you know the answer to that question. Look at another text of scripture with me, which is really what I want to dwell on this morning. Psalm 124. Hallelujah. Psalm 124. And before we read, please listen to me carefully and look at me, everybody. You are to respond with joy. Hallelujah. <laughs> you are to what? You are to respond with? Somebody say with me this morning, I will respond with joy. Like Pastor Barry read to us from Habakkuk 3, though there may be a lot of negative things that are happening around me in my life, I am going to rejoice. Somebody shout, I'm going to rejoice. Say this with me, I will respond with joy. Please hear me and hear me very well. I'm not going to talk for too long. Hear me and hear me very well. Paul said there are people in the church that deny the form. They have a form of, God's, of godliness. So it's not that they are not saying that God doesn't exist, but they deny the power of God in difficult times. And that's one threatening thing difficult times can, 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 come, can bring upon you. When things are difficult, when you have prayed and it looks as if you can't see an answer, you have sown seeds. It looks as if you can't see a, a, a harvest. You have fasted. It looks as if you can't get a breakthrough. Perilous times have that thing to try and choke what you know about the truth. And really what the enemy is after is your joy. Your joy. And you look at all these things that are going on around us and probably in your own life as well. You've got to, it went on in the next verse, it said that they are ever learning. So they have been told about Thanksgiving, and I know I'm talking to somebody here this morning, so listen to me very well. They have been told about joy, they have been told about praise, but when the rubber meets the road and the time comes for them to actually apply what they have been taught, because the, the pressure has come this way, they are ever learning, not walking in the truth they have learned, they are not responding the way they ought to respond. This is what all the teaching you have been hearing is all, is all for. It's for times like this. Times like this. Whether what you are going through is more of a personal crisis or a crisis, global crisis, it's for times like this. 
And I want to tell you again, God has your back in whatever situation you are in right now. In the name of Jesus. What is needed is the appropriate response. And I'm going to tell you, don't just rejoice. Overflow with the joy. Do it excessively. Hallelujah. Do it more than is required, as it were. Look at what the psalmist told us, what David said in Psalm 124. And this will be the bedrock or the reason for which you should make yourself rejoice regardless of what's going on. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let King's word now say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, they would have swallowed us up alive when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters will have overwhelmed us. Hallelujah. Look, every day you wake up and you are alive, you should just raise your hands and say, Father, I give you praise. Because if it wasn't God that kept you through, he said the waters will have overwhelmed us. In the David's zone, it was men that were attacking him. In our own situation, maybe things and difficulties that are attacking and choking us. If God was not on our side, if God was not shielding us and backing us up, we would have been overwhelmed. Hallelujah. But every day we wake up, you can still breathe. You can still come out of your bed. You can still come out of your house. You can go to school. You can go to work. You should know that God has shielded you through whatever you went through. And God has given you another opportunity to excel. Hallelujah. He said we will have been overwhelmed. The waters will have overwhelmed us. The stream will have gone over us. Verse 4. Then the waters will have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our souls. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord. Hallelujah. Who has not given us, who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Praise God. Verse 7. Our soul has escaped. As the bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands and say, blessed be God. Who has not given me up to whatever challenges I'm facing. Somebody say, blessed be God. Who has made a way of escape for me. Out of every challenge, out of every difficulty. Hallelujah. I always like to remind us, when David wrote these psalms, it's remarkable that he will write some of the testimonies in past tense. This wasn't after he had come out of the ordeal. No. His psalms were very revelatory in nature. It was while he was walking through the valley of the shadow of death that he was writing these things. Praise God. So when you read things like, blessed be God who has not given us as prey to their teeth, our soul has escaped, he was speaking faith. He was talking faith. He wasn't talking about things, ah, I have made it through, I am now on the throne, I am now the king and things like that. No, that's not what's happening here. Prophetically, he was seeing what God was promising him in the spirit, and he was declaring it as his reality in the current hour. Hallelujah. Somebody declare with me this morning, I have escaped. I have escaped out of every challenge. I have escaped out of every trouble. 
I have escaped out of every difficulty. I have escaped. Hallelujah. Spirit of faith. Calling things that be not as though they were. Amen. Our soul, verse 7 once again, our soul has escaped as the bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Verse 8. Our help, hallelujah, is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Praise God. Now hear me and hear me very well. I've shared this with us. If I get to heaven, I mean when I get to heaven and if I'm permitted, I will tell God, God, if I had to design the way this work of faith is concerned, I would have done that. Let there not be any trouble. <laughs> Let us just enjoy life. No fuel scarcity, no light scarcity, no job scarcity. No hunger scarcity, no water scarcity. <laughs> Let life just be a smooth sail. No tribulation, no war. I don't know whether you are like me. I, 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 in the last month or so, I think about the believers in Ukraine. And they had churches. And they prayed, and they prayed in tongues. And they, I mean, there was a strong Pentecostal movement in those, in those nations. May we not see war. Yeah. <laughs> Our parents that live through, through civil war, and the elders that live through civil war in Nigeria, they tell us things like that. May we not see war. But how, how do Christians deal with things like that? You deal with it with joy. And you deal with it with a spirit of faith. You look at what God has promised you that you may not be experiencing physically yet, you believe it as your reality, not the circumstances and situations that you are going through. And you declare it in faith. And you rejoice. Hallelujah. That is the response. That is the response for perilous times. Listen to me very carefully. If you don't learn to respond in faith and respond with the things that you are taught with, the other negative things that come with the pressure of the end times, if you're not careful, that will be your response. There is no um, middle ground in the realm of the spirit. You either do it God's way, hello church, and may we always do it God's way. Or we are left with the plans of the enemy. There's no other option. There is no other salvation. There is no other name that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Praise God. So whatever it is and whoever you are, I am telling you authoritatively this morning, your response must be a response of joy from a place of faith. And I tell you, if you will respond with joy in a time like this, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There's nothing to sugarcoat anymore. We are all living here. <laughs> Amen. We are all living here. So we either have a form of godliness and deny his power thereof. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Or we take the bull by the horn and do it the way God has told us to do it. We believe what God has said. 
I love what Apostle Paul said about David. He said, we having the same spirit of faith. Like David, he was quoting David. We have believed and therefore we speak like David. That's what David was doing here. He believed that God was going to deliver him. And he spoke like God had delivered him. He believed that he was going to escape the snare that King Saul was selling, setting for him. And all the men that had come against him to destroy him. And he declared like he had escaped. Because he knew that his help was in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me hear you declare this morning, I have help in God. I have help in God. To navigate these difficult times. To navigate these troubling times. I have help with God. I want to say this to us. It's going to get darker and darker in this world we are living in. Let, let's read Isaiah 60 once again. Please hear me and hear me very well. It's going to get darker and darker in this country and in this world. But the good news is this, you can shine and you can rise. Hallelujah. Because you have help in God. And there's a way to do it. The way to do it is to respond with joy. From a place of faith. Isaiah 60, arise, shine, for your light has come. Somebody shout, my light has come. I can't hear you shout it, my light has come. Praise God. Can I tell you guys something I'm doing a lot on a personal level these days? I'm putting aside a lot of emotion these days. I see that we are really in real end times. Now, well, I've always seen that before, but I know it, it, it's, these are tough times we are in. And I'm taking a closer look at what God is telling his people to do. Because the strategy of heaven is not to stop the problem. Let me use... Um, Ukraine again as an example. I am very sure the believers in that country prayed when the trouble was going, although most of them didn't think it was going to happen. But is it that God has forsaken people in places like that? No. I, I told us the other day, thank, you see, Ukraine is making it, they are reporting this in Western media. There are some places that CNN and people, they don't cover because it doesn't concern them. The kind of people that they think are their own kind of people are not there. There are so many war-torn play, even in our country, that atrocities are happening. Is it that, and there are Christians there. Is it that God has forsaken us? No. But God has designed it in such a way that he's not going to take away the trouble per se. Sometimes he will allow things like that to happen. I don't know why. When I get to heaven, if I have their permission, if they allow me, <laughs> why? I say, God, but Why? <laughs> Because these are difficult things to deal with. But the truth is this. God has given us a way of escape. Hallelujah. He has. He has not left us defenseless. He has not left us without knowing what to do. The only thing is, will we do what God has told us to do? Arise and shine. Or arise, shine. Notice it's an instruction. Rise up. You arise. He didn't say God is going to come and pull you up, although that's what happens. Because you can't really arise without the help of God. For your light has come. Let somebody shout, my light has come. My light has come. 
And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It's amazing. It's in the difficult, the most difficult times and seasons. Sometimes our best opportunities come to us. Hallelujah. But not everyone rises up in times of difficulty. And it's mainly because people don't know what it takes to rise up in times of difficulty. What you need is joy. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is still your strength. So he went on to say that darkness has covered the earth and God's darkness the people. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness people, but the Lord will arise over you. Hallelujah. Somebody shout out loud, this season, God arises over me because I arise and I shine. Say this season, the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon me. Hallelujah. Lift your hands where you are and begin to declare, I arise, arise. I respond with joy. Come on, open your mouth and declare it. I arise, I respond with joy. I arise, I respond with joy. Oh, I will not cave in. I will not quit. I will not give up. I respond with the joy of the Lord. I respond with joy. I respond with joy. Come on, declare it. Declare it. Convince yourself. I arise regardless of the darkness, regardless of the situation and the circumstances. I arise. I arise. I arise. I arise. Oh, hallelujah. I arise. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Say with me, I have help with God. Lift your hands where you are. I have help with God. I have a way of escape. I have favor. I have mercy. I am not abandoned. I am not alone. Open your mouth. Pray in the Holy Ghost right where you are. I have help with God. I have favor with God. I am not alone. I am not alone. God has my back. I have strength. I respond with joy. There may be darkness all around me, but the light of the Lord is my portion. In my household, there is light. Everywhere I turn, there is light. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Shataya Laberekendo Bosata. I have help. Remember what Jesus told us in John 10, 10. The thief comes but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life, and I love it in the Amplified, and enjoy life. Hallelujah. And you are not going to be able to enjoy life if you don't respond with joy when the thief comes. When we are in perilous times. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me quickly close. H.O.P., please get ready for me. First Peter chapter 1. Hallelujah. Today, I don't know what you are going through. I don't know where you are. I don't know what has happened. I told you last Sunday we read, I, I don't want to go in there because of time today. We have a high priest that is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. 
You can come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Glory be to God. You have help with God. As long as what you are going through has not swallowed you up and you have not been given up as prey to the teeth of the challenge, it simply means that God is there for you. And what you can do, the best thing you can do for yourself today is to rejoice before God and thank him. Praise God. Don't worry about what has not happened. This, this thing is not that difficult. Focus on what God has done for you already. And overflow with joy. You know, I, I'm going to say this to us. Um, Mr. and Mr. Kinkube, um, permit me. Many people think the people that come up here to, on stage to come, to come and testify, they have everything figured out already. In fact, the first thing I saw when I, I looked, when I said, ah, Mr. Kinkube, she's looking very lovely today. She's like, yeah, you're looking very beautiful. Where is she anyway? She was looking very That was the first thing that came to my mind. But we pastors, we know some other things that are going on. It takes a lot of boldness for certain people to come and share their testimony. It doesn't mean that all the problems have evaporated, though. And I can call them up and come and tell you about some other things that they are still going through as well. But they have learned the kind of things we are talking about. This one God has done. And I, I, I saw something in that testimony when she was sharing her testimony. She did not, she said she was just going through a journal that she had written or go, and apparently what she had written down, then God had done it for them. But <laughs> some other things have now come. That has now taken their attention. <laughs> and they didn't remember that God had done that one. <laughs> it happens to everybody. <laughs> but that's the key. That's the key. Praise God. And you rejoice and thank God as a response to what is happening. Because the alternative is for you to be depressed and sad. May that never be your portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen to what Peter said. Let me read from verse 3. Here. It's really verses 3 and 6 and 7 I want to go to, but I want you to catch the flow this morning. Please get on the keyboard for me. I'm, I'm almost done. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope. Hallelujah. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Verse 4. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. Praise God. And that does not fade away. Reserved in heaven for you. I wish I had time to talk about that. But the bottom line of the gist is this. God has kept your miracles in spiritual places, in heavenly places. Not in earthly places where moth and rot does corrupt. So you're not broke. Your money is just not in GT Bank. Your money is in heavenly places. And the only way you can download it to earthly places or your GT bank account where you need it is by you knowing how to respond with joy when challenges come your way. Because you have an incorruptible inheritance in Christ Jesus. I, I wish we had more time for that, but that's not where we are going this morning. We have an inheritance that is kept for us in heaven who are kept by the power of God. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm kept by the power of God. That's what David was talking about in Psalm 124. The enemies came. Saul's army was all around me, but I thank God he didn't give me up as prey to their teeth. I was able to wake up another day, and I'm privileged to be able to write this psalm, and I can testify and declare I have escaped. I have been victorious. I am kept by God's power. That's what David was doing. 
But watch what Peter was saying. Please, I'm tying everything I've been saying up here. Watch it very carefully. We are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Watch verse 6 and verse 7 very carefully. In this, what do you do? You greatly rejoice. Not because you don't have challenges. Not because there is no financial pressure or water pressure or light pressure. No. Why are you rejoicing? Your miracle, your breakthrough, your blessing is in heavenly places. And your response is to greatly rejoice. Overflow with joy. Hallelujah. In this you greatly rejoice. Watch, 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 watch what we are talking about. This describes our situation. Most of us. Though now, for a little while, if need be, left to me, God, there's no need for this thing. But this is how God has chosen it. <laughs> if need be, you are grieved by various trials. So in the place of being grieved with various trials, God expects us to have joy overflow as our response. As our response. Honestly, if there's one message I want to give you this morning, is this, your response is joy. In this perilous time, somebody remember that. Write it in your left hand or keep it in your left hand like my late mother used to say so that you won't use it to eat ever. Say with me this morning, my response is joy. Praise God. Watch, 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 watch what he's telling us. Please look at verse 6 and 7 carefully. I'm closing, I'm closing. Watch what he's telling us. In this, you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you are grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith be more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire. It may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus. Again, left to me, I won't test faith like this. I won't test faith with difficulties. But this is how God has chosen it. David, the king, is going to chase you up and down. The question is, while you are running up and down from the king, are you still going to believe what I have said about you? And David gave us a template. He wrote Psalms in the midst of trials. He rejoiced in the midst of trials. Somebody shout this morning, my response is joy. Hallelujah. Let me shout to one neighbor that is not yet talking because I think I only had about 20 people speak last time. Say my response is joy. Look at verse 8. We are not done yet. Please look at verse 8 very carefully. Whom have not seen, you love. Talking about Jesus, talking about God. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with inexpressible joy. Inexpressible joy. That's simply joy overflow. Somebody say, I rejoice with inexpressible joy, full of glory. Receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. This is not talking about being born again. These people were already born again. 
But he's telling us that when we are in, when our faith is being tested in the midst of various trials and difficulties, if we can learn the place of rejoicing, responding with joy, ultimately you are going to get the thing that your faith is believing God for. Hallelujah. And I came to announce to someone and encourage someone this morning, if you will follow the template of David, that in your most difficult times and season, and I know many of you, I mean, there's someone I'm personally interceding for. Now, a member of our ministry, that's, I mean, every time I just remember what they are going through, my, my heart is just heavy. Trial of faith. And there may be some of you, I don't even know what you are going through in detail. There are some I know. You now add on top of that what's going on in the nation, what's going on in the world. Wars and rumors of war. But thank God we have help in God. Hallelujah. We are not in a place where we can do ostrich anymore and put our hide inside the sand and act as if these things are not happening. It has gone beyond that level now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you know that there are quarters this morning? Some people are actually intelligent people. We are on the verge of World War III. I mean, I don't know how many of you follow the news. Somebody just needs to, out of accident, press one crazy button. But our response is joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have escaped. It's not a matter of, ah, it will not touch us. It may. It's, true, it's already touching you anyway. So it's not a matter of... They sent me the bill of diesel this week. My response had to be joy. There was no response... <laughs> Church, you, see, you can come in here and all this. You don't know what has gone in. If I did not, and it took me a couple of days to ginger that joy. <laughs> I'm telling you, so it's not a matter of it, you know, it's already touching us. But our response is joy. Sickness may have visited your household, but your response is joy. Your husband may have lost his job, and it looks as if the money is drying up. Your response is joy. Hallelujah. World War III may be knocking at our door. Watch what Peter said. Joy that comes from a place of faith. We believe that God will help us. If we were in Ukraine this morning, and maybe perhaps we should think like that. Because they were born against spirit-filled Ukrainians. That one month ago, two months ago, they were in church like this. We should be able to preach this kind of message there, that our response is joy. It's not going to be easy. Are you getting what I'm saying? But our faith should be there. That God has made a way of escape for us. Hallelujah. 
And I want to talk to those of you that are going through some very painful personal journeys right now. God has not forsaken you. Take off that garment of sadness and depression and just respond with joy. Put up that verse 8 of 1 Peter 1. Please rise on your feet. I can continue talking for the next one hour. H.O.P., please come. And we're going to thank you for just about 30 minutes. Put up that verse 8. This is what I want you to see this morning. Somebody declare with me, today. I can't hear you. Say today. And all through this season. The darker it gets outside. Or the darker it gets all around me. My response will always be joy. And no, verse 8, verse 7, sorry. Verse 7. Was it verse 7 I wanted? Receiving the, that, the verse you just put up for me, receiving the end of my faith. Oh, verse 9, thank you. And I'm receiving, let me hear somebody this morning. I am receiving the end of my faith. Say it again, I am receiving the end of my faith, the salvation of my soul. Hallelujah. Lift your hands this morning. Begin to magnify God. Not like someone that doesn't have challenges, because I know you may have challenges. But thank God that in spite of my challenges, in spite of the pain, in spite of the difficulty, though I am tested by trials on every side, my response is joy. Oh, yalaba satire. Listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Please hear me. Hear me very well. Hear me very well. Paul said, I read this verse 2 Timothy, he said, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. There's something that they call religion. And in, in those kind of cases, even our own kind of faith, Christianity, which is not a religion, but they, they, they call it um, people's opium. Because what they are trying to say is, and it's usually people that don't believe God, that these people, they are being deceived that there's no God that can help them. But they come to church and they tell them these things and they ignore their realities and their facts and they just dance blindly. That's not what I want you to do this morning. No, because there's no faith in that. I want you to recognize that, yes, there are difficulties. Yes, diesel is now whatever the crazy amount is. Pastor Inda was telling me the exchange rate of pound yesterday. I, was, I just did as if I didn't hear because I needed joy. I was already preparing my sermon. I just allowed it to enter here and go out here. <laughs> exchange. I, I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that now. I wanted to just keep myself in joy. <laughs> so we, we know all these things. So I don't want you to dance like someone that, ah, no, no there's a problem. I'm telling you. When David wrote Psalm 124, there was a problem. It wasn't coming from, mm -mm. I'm not giving you one yeah, yeah, drug or a high. No, I'm telling you that regardless of the darkness out there, your soul has escaped by the hand of God. And no matter the challenge, God has your back. But your response has to be, that's what God wants from you. The fig tree may not blossom. The labor of the olive may fail. There may be no herds in the store. You may not have had good news in a long time, yet I will rejoice. And that's what I want you to do. Not just as we sing and dance, but do it in this life, but that's how you live your life. Respond with joy. Hallelujah. And watch God. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. 
Watch God show himself strong on your life. Watch God heal you. Watch God deliver you. Watch God provide for you and your household. Throw your hands up this morning. Just begin to bless him. Begin to bless him as HOP comes to lead us in a time of praise this morning. We're going to sing. We're going to dance. We're going to rejoice. We're going to respond with overflowing joy. Our response is joy. Our response is joy. Our response is not becoming lovers of money or becoming lovers of ourselves or becoming blasphemous or becoming unthankful or becoming unruly. No, my response, diesel is 700 naira. My response is joy. My response is joy. Whatever the darkness out there, my response is joy. Somebody just begin to rejoice before your Lord this morning. Oh, hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 00640.